right, with some more college basketball action here for Friday, November 18th. Got a great slate of games on tap here to kick off the weekend, so let's jump right into it. We start out in the Bahamas as Oklahoma State takes on UCF. Oklahoma State comes into this game as the 43rd overall team in the high tip power ranking. UCF is the 100th overall team. And for UCF, a couple of big-time wins in their past two games after that opening line loss. A great win over Florida State. Also get the win over Western Illinois. And, you know, it's a team in, in UCF that has done a great job shooting the ball this season. Not to mention, maybe not a great job. They've done a good job uh, shooting the ball this season. They've also been very, very good on the offensive last that's probably the the biggest part of their offense has been that offensive rebounding pulling down 42.4 percent um off the offensive glass but the real reason i love ucf so much this season as a whole is because of their defense a very very strong defensive team their perimeter defense has been great this season holding their opponents to 27.5 percent from beyond the arc and when we look over to oklahoma state you know obviously stumbled a little bit but really rebounded last game um with that win over oakland and overall they've had a decent start to the season have shot the ball fairly well a 53 effective field goal percentage hitting 34.4 percent from three um you know a big part of this oklahoma state team this season has been avery anderson you know he's just really done it all for this oklahoma state team leads them in scoring with 13 points per game 3.7 assists per game um as well but the biggest problem with oklahoma state last season and kind of what continues to be their biggest problem this season is the turnovers and while they looked better against oakland in that department it certainly is not a problem that is 100 gone um and going up against a ucf team like this is not going to be easy i mean taylor hendricks has been off to a very very hot start here for ucf as a freshman leading them and scoring with 14.7 points per game and johnny dawkins is a guy in head coach here at ucf um that i've loved for you know a, a long time now um and defensively you know it's a ucf team that is going to show up night in and night out going down to the bahamas here for this game um i really do think oklahoma state struggles against their future big 12 counterpart i'm taking ucf plus five and a half here against oklahoma state Next up on Friday's car, we'll take a look at the Lipscomb Notre Dame game. Lipscomb comes into this one as the 237th overall team in the hot tip power ranking. Notre Dame is the 46th overall team for Notre Dame. Get a great win on Wednesday night over Southern Indiana. And overall, it's a Notre Dame team that has been off to a very hot start this season. Now, granted, they haven't played much of anyone, um, but they don't play much of anyone here in this game either, to be fair there. Um, but they've shot the ball very, very well. The offensive side of things for Notre Dame has been on fire this season 61.2 effective field goal percentage on the season they're also hitting 39.7 percent from beyond the arc and for Lipscomb you know get their first D1 win over the season or of the season against Belmont in their last game a two-point victory in that one and offensively they have not been a terrible team either they've looked decent um, on the offensive side of things but the main concern that I had with this Lipscomb team and, and really what was the main concern all of last season is the defensive side of the ball they are just not a great team defensively. Their perimeter defense especially struggled so much last season. And through three games here, it doesn't look like it has got much better, if any better at all. They're allowing 40.5% from beyond the arc. And going up against the Notre Dame team like this that has shot the ball so well from three this season, I really do worry what Lipscomb is going to be able to do here. And, you know, while they return a lot of the production they had from last season, 
that's only good and only great if you actually had a good team and, and this team certainly wasn't great last season i think going on the road here they're gonna have some struggles i mean what mike bray has been able to do with this notre dame squad um this season is nothing but remarkable or what he was able to do last season rather you know 24 wins last season they return you know four redshirt seniors um from the the starting five a season ago offensively it's a notre dame team that just has the answers i think lipscomb really struggles to slow him down in this game and i think notre dame gets a massive win here at home taking them minus 12 and a half here against lipscomb now we head out to Vegas as UCLA takes on Illinois. UCLA comes into this one as the eighth overall team in the hot tip power ranking. Illinois is the 17th overall team. And both these teams, you know, started off the season hot here. Three impressive wins for both these teams. But at the end of the day, neither one of these teams has played anyone this season. And this will be both of their first true tests of the season. For UCLA, though, I mean, what Mick Cronin has been able to do in just a short time um, out in California has been nothing short of remarkable. I mean, obviously, the, the Final Four run was crazy for this team. But um, a large part of the success UCLA has had these past few seasons has come from the perimeter, has come from just how well they have shot the basketball. I mean, on a whole this season, hitting 43.3% from beyond the arc but i mean it's not just out wide i mean 58.5 effective field goal percentage overall it truly is a ucla team that shoots the ball very very well and continues to look good going into this season and you know for illinois they definitely lost some talent coming out of last season but you know i've started the season off hot a huge win over monmouth um here in their last game and they're also hitting a 59.2 effective field goal percentage on the season but Illinois as a whole has some concerns for me this season. They have a lot of talent that they lost from last season that they're going to need to replace. And don't get me wrong. I mean, Brad Underwood did a great job um, in recruiting, bringing in some of those replacements, did a pretty good job in the transfer portal as well to, to round out this roster. But it's not an Illinois team that I am super sold on just as of yet. You know, it's a team that's going to definitely need to rely on that defense, especially in this game. They're going to need that defense to be able to slow down this UCLA offense because as good as the Illinois offense is, it's certainly not as good um, as what UCLA has been able to do. You know, it really is going to be a concern for me here in this game. And while this Illinois team is good, this is definitely not an easy matchup. I mean, they go up against a UCLA team that them themselves have been very solid on the defense side of things i mean ucla's perimeter defense holding their opponents to 18.9 percent from beyond the arc and like i said going into this one i mean it's gonna be very telling in this game um you know which one of these teams are for real this season and how it's gonna play out personally though i really like what ucla has done i really like mick cronin i think he has a great program built here um and i think they win this game pretty handedly not super sold with if illinois has going for him this season taking ucla minus three and a half here in las vegas and before we get into the final games of the day, if you haven't already checked out hottipbets.com, make sure you head over there to check out all the sports betting action. You got college basketball, college football, NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC, horse racing picks being posted every single day, as well as follow the Hot Tipbets Minute account on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to stay up to date with everything that's going on over there. Follow my personal accounts at Hot Tipbets Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with everything I'm doing, as well as follow me on Betstamp so you can get early access to all my picks and get a notification every single time that I place a bet. And last but not least, for watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future uploads, and most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on here for Friday, and let's get right into these final two games.
Now we head back to the Bahamas for this next one. DePaul taking on Santa Clara. DePaul comes into this game as the 98th overall team in the high Tibet power ranking. Santa Clara is the 104th overall team. And for Santa Clara, they do come into this game following that loss to Utah State in that last one. And despite a disappointing performance in that game, there is still a lot of hope to be had with this Santa Clara team. There's still a lot of talent. Um, and quite honestly, they haven't been a terrible team to start the season. I mean, from beyond the arc, they've done a pretty good job shooting the three, a 34 0.7% on the season for them. Um, and defensively, they're also a fairly strong team this season, but they're going up against the DePaul team that has certainly improved from, you know, the DePaul we know from the past. I mean, got the win over Minnesota in their last game, looked good in that game. DePaul's hitting 36.9% from beyond the arc. And um, Tony Selfield, you know, had a very good or decent, at least, season for DePaul last season. Obviously, you know, winning six games um, in the Big East is, is certainly an improvement for where they were the season before. Um, but that doesn't mean that this DePaul team doesn't still have some concerns. There's definitely still some problems to be had here with DePaul. I mean, losing their lead scorer in Javion Freeman Liberty um, is a major one of those concerns. And it's a DePaul team that has really just been rebuilding for the better part of two decades. And yes, they've, they've found a little bit of success here these past few years. But I still don't believe that they have everything put together. And while it might not be the same old DePaul, it's still not at a great Paul team. Um, and when we look over at Santa Clara, I mean, it's a team that is, you know, poised to, to make some noise once again in the West Coast Conference. They did lose some major pieces from last season in, in a team that was, you know, so successful. Um, but they also have a lot of experience left on this roster, not to mention if Santa Clara can push pace and push tempo here in this game, you know, it, it's a huge selling point for the style of brand and the basketball that they play a top tempo in the league at this point and you know Brandon Pozic has really done a great job for Santa Clara dropping 25.3 points per game also pulling down eight rebounds um, and overall while the overall hopes for Santa Clara may not be high in the West Coast Conference this season I think they're going to be a much better team than people expect I really think DePaul struggles going down to the Bahamas to play them here I think Santa Clara keeps this one close probably wins this game taking them plus four here against DePaul and the final game I want to take a look at here on Friday's card is High Point taking on UNLV. High Point comes into this game as the 248th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. UNLV is the 107th overall team for High Point. You know, started the season off great, a 3-0 record here, but, you know, getting that only D1 win of the season over Wofford, but they looked very, very strong in that game. Honestly, shot the ball extremely well in that one, a 62.9 effective field goal percentage for them. Um, but the, the main point of why I live High Point so much at this point in the season they've been very very strong from the perimeter hitting 42.3 percent from beyond the arc but UNLV hasn't been a bad team either I mean they're 3-0 here to start the season as well a solid win over Dayton in their last game and Kevin Kruger has really done a great job turning this UNLV program around from where they were you know just a short time ago you know were able to finish 18 and 14 um, last season fifth in Mountain West play and yeah there's certainly some improvements here for this UNLV team but what this UNLV team really needs to do to take that next step is improve from the perimeter I mean Jackie Johnson is a guy um, who I'll have my eye on all season coming in from Duquesne here at UNLV LV and I think he might help and I think you know <laughs> this team will improve as the season goes on um but I just have some concerns about the offense. I'm not super sold um, with the UNLV offense. And don't get me wrong, they did look great against Dayton. You know, they, and they started the season off 3-0 here. So it's hard to hate on them too much. Um, and they have plenty of talent, plenty of transfers coming in that, that can really give them some experience and help get this team going. 
but this is a big spread to be laying here against a high point team that has started the season off so so hot i mean Jaden house here for high point has really just looked so outstanding 26 points per game um here for them and going on the road here i think high points able to keep it close i don't see this one being a blowout at all taking them plus 12 here against unlv